Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Hannah. Hello, hello. I'm Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play um, mm-hmm. one of them, Duncan <laughs> Oliver, the Vox. That's the one. And Tio. Hello, I'm Tio. I play Claire. Last name starts with the same, plus Mont, the Forgotten Vessel. Incredible. Claire squared Mont. Oh, I know. I was yes, also just that. thinking of like, what is the that. algebraic equation of Claire's name? But it's been too long since I did algebra. So Claire to Mont, if it's like a chemical. Claire to Love it. Okay. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Before we get started, Max, in the last episode, a couple things happened. You defeated Deacon, fulfilling your temporal anomaly move, which means you get to clear your essence track. Yeah. And you also completed one or both of your agendas and leveled up. So do you know what you would like to take for your advancement? That is a good question, Quinn. I'm so glad that you asked me that. Right now and not earlier. Yes. Really appreciate you. I have given a lot of deep thought to this. Okay, good. And to that, I need to ask you, I don't see limits on the plus one things. So I was thinking about just taking a plus one chaos and having plus three chaos. You can do that. Yeah. Quinn, follow up to that. I'm almost dead. So (laughs) what are we going to do about that? Well, why don't we jump into play here and we'll figure it out together. Fine. We open at the Cold Spot Ice Cream Parlor, the deep intonations of Gregorian chanting indicating that someone must have just left a sizable tip for the monastic order of churn delight. (laughs) Glad you like that. I love it so much. The three of you, along with Elodie, opted to plan your next steps here after Mina begrudgingly agreed to leave Duncan and Max alone if you figure out what the heck is up with all the Duncans. Speaking of Duncans, no sooner did you sit down than you were joined by a new one, dressed in sporty business casual attire and peppily introducing himself as Duncan. Yeah, he has a nice watch. Where did we leave Duncan? Is Duncan still at Jackie's? Mm -hmm. The status of the other Duncans is... Dankin is with Jackie. Deacon absconded to an unknown location. <laughs> Deacon will appear when we least want him to. Yes. All the Duncans have a minor power. <laughs> Deacon arrives when you least want him to. Deacon arrives when you least expect him to. Dankin arrives when you least want him to. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Dankin yeah. is literally at the worst place at the worst time. It's all arrival-based powers, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> So at any given time, a Duncan is probably showing up. It's just which one. And how they're greeted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a new one has arrived and introduced himself as Duncan. Does Duncan have boat shoes? Yes. 100%. Does Duncan summer somewhere? No, he winters somewhere. He lives where he summers. Summer's like a state of mind. Oh, okay. Duncan likes to say that he's wasting away in Margaritaville. Oh my God. (laughs) Praise be. (laughs) Uh, I love Duncan. I am obsessed with Duncan. Uh, I did have some suggestions for what to do with the various Duncans in the Duncanverse. Oh, yes. Here is my idea. This is Hannah's idea, not necessarily Max's idea. We're all ears. Is a party with all of the Duncans and have a Duncan dance-off and also have a Dunk tank. (laughs) God damn it, Hannah. Do you guys? Yes. Quinn, you told her to save the jokes for recording, so now you can't prepare for them. (laughs) I did. (laughs) 
instead of DDR, it's Dunk Dunk Revolution. <laughs> I love that. For the holidays, if we want to have a holiday special, it could be Dunk the Halls. Uh, oh, God. This is in character. Claire is just groaning. Is this also in character with Max? <laughs> Can I... Here's what I'll do. Can Duncan naturally interview Duncan? Good <laughs> lord. Yes. Why? Yes, a thousand Great. times yes. I want yes, to know where Anne. he came from. Like, okay, that's fair. That's actually fair. Go on. Yeah, he's me, but he's not, but I'm not him. Yes. When I engage someone in conversation with an angle for information, roll plus cheek on a 10 plus hold two. So what do you say? I get, I've got my little notepad out and be like, Duncan, you say, that's fascinating. Love the shoes, by the way. Do you mind if I just ask you a couple quick questions over here? And I try to redirect Duncan away from the groaning Claire and the giggling Max. <laughs> and Elodie just staring 10,000 miles into the distance straight ahead, slowly losing her mind. Fair. Well, <laughs> I don't know what she expected. <laughs> this is probably her fault. <sighs> it is. I'm atoning. This. <gasps> Wait, Claire stops for a second. And goes, oh, I figured it out. This is hell. I'm finally there. Hey. I got it. Hell is other Duncans. Aww. Not Duncan. Other Duncans. Yeah. Not our Duncan. Other Duncans. I got a six and three. So nine on the dice plus two is 11. So I get to hold two. Yes. Oh, this is wow. It's like interviewing myself. Yep. <laughs> I know the answers to some of these questions. I mean, I suppose with this angle of information, it's most useful to pull from the assess reality questions. Mm -hmm. I kind of know what Donkin probably wants or fears or worries about. And I'm, I don't think he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. But I would love to start to set the table with a good what happened here. Donkin, what happened here? Kyle, I sent you some... Oh, I'm answering my own accessory. <laughs> this is an interview, so, I mean, you, yep. you're asking him questions. Yep, he yep, will yep. answer them. <laughs> okay. So, Donkin, tell me in as much detail as you can how you got to this ice cream parlor. So retrace your steps for me. I know this seems a little silly. Oh, don't worry, bud. What was your name, by the way, sport? Uh, Duncan. Great. Well... Earlier today, I was just uh, clocked in for my job, City Hall, and, uh, well, this strange lady, I never I never met her before in my, my life, but strange woman came up to me, very intense stare, seemed to really be rolling her eyes every time I tried to, you know, say anything. She seemed to say that I was, I was needed somewhere else, had a very kind of official, there were like five black pillars kept following her around, that was super weird. Anyways, said there's a, a group waiting for me, had a had something important to discuss at the cold spot, so zipped right on down here. Right, right, yes. I, I think I know who that might be. Thank you, Duncan. Were there any disturbances, things like that? My question here is going to be the what here is not what it appears to be, which is maybe step, step in whenever, whenever you can, yeah. but Duncan is just going to kind of like pat himself and tug on his... Oh. Mustache. Does he have a mustache? I feel like this Duncan probably has a mustache. <laughs> I, I leave that in your hands. Oh my gosh. A mustached Duncan. Mustache. Yeah. This this Duncan has a mustache. Incredible. Mm. 
I think the thing that would be unusual from Duncan's perspective is, you know, in addition to the weirdness with Mina, do we think that Duncan is like the liaison to WSOM in his timeline or WSOM is like a bureaucratic arm? So it's like Mm -hmm. an official broadcast channel or something. However you want to frame it, he's still a radio guy. Yeah, he's still in public relations for the bureaucracy. Yeah, I think whenever he was engaged in his radio activity today, things got kind of like wobbly and reverby and weird for a little bit. And then he just kind of went about his day. But that that was pretty weird, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing. Right. Right before lunch, I was doing my uh, what I like to call the daily numbers. There's a feed of numbers comes out and I read them on onto the air. Numbers got real weird, like what real you, weird. What do you mean weird? How can numbers be weird? So you know how when you look at numbers, they kind of feel a certain way. These were like scary. Like it got really scary for a second. Like a chill went down my spine reading this stream of numbers out. And so that's that's kind of when I decided to take an early lunch. So that was that was a little weird. But I mean, weird stuff happens all the time. Am I right? Punch shoulder. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Well, let's rejoin the group. Uh, I'll share this information real quick. It's very fascinating. You worked at City Hall. Yep. With anybody? Well, yeah, I got my accountant, my good friend, my Sebastian, my good friend, Sebastian. He kind of like he keeps our numbers in check. Make sure that broadcast arm of City Hall is tip top shape. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Claire. Yes. He did a, he did a weird time travely thing too, I think. Yep, that's what I expected. Should we be tracking like when? Maybe Max knows this question. Is, Ooh. is tracking when they felt their disturbances a useful thing? Hold on right there, Duncan. Sit there and be quiet for a while. You got it, boss. Duncan has a seat and enjoys his French vanilla ice cream. <laughs> okay. So is there like a golden hour for time traveling? Max and Elodie, you're attuned to the timey-wimeys. Yes. Did you f- feel anything today? Quinn, did I feel anything today? Max, why don't you give me a roll to assess reality, I suppose? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Take a plus one, because you're, you've got a little confab with Elodie here. Alright. Two brains. Well, that is an 11. <gasps> okay. Wow. Look at us with the I assessed the hell out of reality. I was just like, yeah, man, reality. Reality's like fucking wild. So you get to hold two. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way to protect the victims? No, that's the wrong game. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I laughed too hard at that. It just got me in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> what here is not what it appears to be. What does this look like between you and Elliot? Are you like talking or are you just kind of like staring into each other's eyes, feeling things or like? (laughs) I don't don't think we're like staring deep into each other's eyes because Elodie is me and I am Elodie. And that's sort of like just staring at yourself in a mirror. Fair. Or like looking at an old photo of yourself and just making uncomfortable eye contact. So it's a bit of a whisper confab. So it's a lot of like, so now there's another Duncan and like. You know, did you feel something? Because, like, there was just a lot going on, and I'm a little bit banged up, and... Um, I've been kind of anxious lately, like a low-level dread, sort of existential. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was just the general situation, Rudy and, and the council and everything, but, like, I'm actually thinking maybe it's something else. 
Like a timey thing? Yeah, it's weird because, and I mean, you saw the other Max too. Like, that was fucking wild. Wait, there's she's another Max? Six or, oh, there's another Max. Yeah, Wait, she's, she's, what, uh. What kind of Max? I don't want to say she's cooler than me because, like, I'm the coolest version mm-hmm. of Max. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, but she had a giant sword, like, really, really big sword, like, comically large sword. Like a, but a like. Hander or like a flamber? No version. bigger than that. Keep, keep going. Keep like cartoonishly big. Like, wait, was it like if it was she one of the ones from the, the time reserve? No, no, this was a different one. Like, just cartoon. Like, if a child drew a, a stick figure with a sword, like that's how big the sword was. So, diff, different Max. But yeah, I said, sorry. So, yeah, yeah, so something weird's going on. Okay, that's that's our conversation. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Claire, uh, how are you? Liking your ice cream. You, well, you have another hold. Oh, yes. Okay. So, Elodie has anxiety. That was... Like, uh, I th- and I think, Max, now that it's been named, you realize you feel it too, kind of in the pit of your stomach. Like, it's more than just general anxiety or or even existential ennui. It's something you're feeling internally, but is is coming externally. Like, there's a, a ripple in time. There's, there is a, a disturbance in the force of, of time. It's Sunday scaries, but like yes, actually yes, yes. Mm, okay, based okay. on like more than vibes. Yes, there is a scare coming. Something is unwell. Ooh, something, there's a scare a coming. Ooh, it, so, something it's spooky. Something funky's afoot. To add a little bit more to that, because Elodie's been through this literally countless times. It's different from Rudy. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is something different intriguing my second one is i would like to know what here is useful or valuable to me i think elodie leans back forward and it's like i mean it's hard to pinpoint exactly when the duncans appeared but i don't i don't think i felt any spikes it was more sort of a growing sensation Hmm. how many duncans are we up to now uh three duncan deacon dankin and donkin I haven't felt three different spikes, so I don't I don't think that's really what's going on here. But Max, I don't know if you felt it, but something was definitely off when Duncan and Deacon had their vision. Oh the the, hmm. the time hole, the little rift. That's where that's where the, the other Max. I saw the other Max in the time hole. The other Max was in the rift. Yeah, and she looked mad. Mm. She was real mad. Max, I am She was the vibes were bad. I am disconcerted by this, Max, because my memory is not perfect, but I don't remember that me. Mm-hmm. You never had a, a comically large sword or like a black <laughs> and and a black cat suit. I also don't remember, no offense, any Maxes in my memory. That was my the time hole there. That's that was um that was a memory of mine. And I didn't I didn't know that you could just kind of add maxes to those. I don't I mean, think you can, which is no. what is disconcerting. That means there's some other version of us out there. There's a bad max out there. It's bad max. Which, like, makes sense. Yeah. Kind of a time thing that, like, not all of us are going to be good eggs. Like, yes. you know, and there's going to be some bad maxes out there. But given the state of things, usually there's only me and the current cycle. This is a max from a cycle that is yet to happen. <gasps> I think 
you are correct. Hey, I'm gonna oh. go hit the hit the John. Y'all seem to be in a big conversation, so I'll, I'll be wait, right back. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, 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 Duncan. No, no, Kyle's no. Kyle's desperate Everybody to get out of playing together. two characters at the same time. <laughs> oh, I mean, you just hang just out, but you're right not cool. future mm. timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's Max to the future. Hmm. Have I yeah. made that joke already? I don't know, but it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, I encourage you to be exceedingly cautious around the interactions you have with yourself. I didn't do anything. Did anything happen when Duncan, I mean, I didn't, I, I rubbed my shoulder where Duncan fist bumped him. It feels a little tingly. And actually, as you brush your hand over it, there's kind of like a small reverb. We all turn and look over and Duncan is just kind of like shaking out the hand that did that. We're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying you did it intentionally, Duncan, but I... Don't understand, and I fear what is happening to you. Hmm. Deacon is your Duncan. Is that right, Elodie? Yes. And you've been through this cycle countless times. Yes. And he's only now caught up to you. Yes. Do you know how he could have done that? No. It shouldn't be possible. Is it feasible that he has figured out a way to travel through time similar to how you have done it? Because you have, you have done it. Well, I suppose it's possible. So walk me through that process. Is it just you just think really hard about time? Or do you have like a little watch? You like wiggle the hands of the watch around to a specific orientation and then like spin around and snap your fingers and Before we were trapped here, it was as simple as thought. Now it requires a temporal reserve as well as a navigational system. Hmm. Hold up. Yes. Donkin? Yeah. Who is your Max? What? Who's your traveler? I don't I don't know a, a traveler. Who am I in your world? What do you mean in my world? So what kind of, Oh, it's one of those multiverse things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sebastian and I saw a movie about this. So who are you? <laughs> yes, yes. Who am I? You're a Max. I'm Max, but who's the Max in your... I don't know a Max. Interesting. Do you know an axe? I've you know seen a... axes. <laughs> a bex? Bex, no. I think I know what's happening here. Duncan. Mm. Yeah. In your cycle, City Hall runs almost everything. Yeah, nice and smooth. Everything kind of clicks along. I don't, there's complaints every now and then, but uh, we're pretty flexible and we like to accommodate. I was one of my jobs is to intake the call line. Mm, yeah. Elodie turns to you, Max. Uh, we stayed pretty underground in this one <gasps> didn't didn't communicate oh, okay. much with most folks so i don't know that we would have ever met donkin okay underground you're talking about the the back alley the back alley the back alley yes <sighs> oh wow did you not well it just seems gasping as if he's never committed a crime before i i i'd never I mean, we like to kind of stretch the rules a little bit. <laughs> am, I, am I right? You know, stay out past curfew, but uh, a curfew. A crime. Anyway, we're getting off track. You lived a boring, terrible life. I understand. But- Excuse me. <laughs> we crunched numbers every night. Had a blast doing it. Who else is going to keep track of the batting average of the all boring, the man. peewee batters? I'm sorry, the- everyone who's lived a more sheltered life. 
sorry, I, I I need to have a snack. And Claire like pulls out some gummies from her bag and starts chewing on them. And the one that she sticks in her mouth is appreciate what you have before it's gone. And she oh, popular flavor. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Elodie looks around and says, Max, I think your instinct is good, but I don't think the Duncan associated with this future us is here. At least not yet. Okay, so we know that ex-Duncan Days of Future Max is still out there, and that if any of the Duncans touch each other... It's, it's bad. It's like licking a battery. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like licking 10 batteries. Okay, let's... Uh... Things get a little wonky. Okay, I think that's probably the useful information that I'm going to be able to glean out of this is there's an even worse Duncan out there. There's a no, very bad Duncan out there. I don't know. Maybe maybe that Duncan's a cream puff. But I'll social butterfly that Duncan right into being a good friend of ours. <laughs> oh, no. We don't know anything about that Duncan, but whatever us is associated with that timeline, well, seems it's bad. Bad. It's bad. Bad. Big Sword Max is what we're talking about. Yes. Big Sword Max. Extremely Big, big sword, sword Max. Max. So this is Big Sword yeah. timeline. A lot of Big Sword problems. It shouldn't be there. I shouldn't. There shouldn't be an us I don't know. That shouldn't exist because mm. that hasn't happened yet. It's a paradox. He said it. He said the thing. Claire, if you're done snacking... Yes. Would you also like to investigate things or? Well, um, it's a collaborative storytelling environment. Yes. No, I appreciate that. Tio, the earworm parasite controlling Claire. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Do you sell those too? <laughs> sell Tio's? Oh my God. Is that what the Claire from Deacon's universe is? Is like controlled by a parasite named Tio? So like I would a, actually be pretty like great. Like a Futurama brain slug situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the parasite that grasshoppers get or that infects their brains and has them oh. climb up to the top of yeah. a blade of grass. You all know this. I yep. don't need to tell yeah, you. Yes. This is now common knowledge. That's the world we live in. Aliens and earworms. Anyway. Tio, the earworm, would love to investigate a mystery, but also knows how absolute dog shit Claire is at anything (laughs) in that realm. So I think Claire's been kind of taking this all in and is like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay, well, if my rudimentary note taking is correct. Now, I've never taken notes before in my life. Never had to. Very rudimentary. Yes. It's a new thing for me. It's a very rudimentary and there goes the timeline again (laughs) oh there goes the timeline that's all it takes (laughs) once you make a rudy pun he shows up it's like beetlejuice but only once you only have to say it once (laughs) i'm sorry too i just know it's great rudimentary jokes (laughs) boom there goes the timeline says elodie as she jumps into a new (laughs) my god This episode is so unhinged. <laughs> what is wrong? We're having a good time. We're having a good time. Claire just goes like, it is hell. It is hell. I'm doomed to repeat over and over and over again. 
Let this be a lesson that when we sit down and Quinn's like, listen, so I plan things for this episode. Think ahead about what questions you want to ask. And we're like, okay, yeah, great. We'll think about what questions we want to ask. And this is what happens. Oh, God. When okay. left to your own devices. <laughs> okay. So I wrote this down. Tio here, the earworm telling you that I wrote this down. Quinn, when you told us to prepare questions, this is the first one that came to my mind. And I deeply considered not mentioning it for the sake of my own dignity. But I really liked it as an idea that Claire would have. So I'm going to go ahead and and bring it into the foreground now. (laughs) Go on. I am all ears, man. Hannah's on the edge of her seat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. So in my rudimentary, rudimentary, yes, yes, Max, no taking it. here. It's a Rudy joke. Who's Rudy? Oh, we don't have time. We simply <laughs> don't. What a boring, li- anyway. Um, <laughs> Turns out Claire hates every other Duncan. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of the lore I've created for no reason. It's none of their faults. I think Claire has just. She's imprinted like a kitten on her Duncan. It, how dare there be other <laughs> yeah. Duncans? Yeah, She's exactly. She's got a Duncan, and it's the best Duncan. really. Yeah. Yeah, I think that honestly is the way Claire sees it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, it appears that all these Duncans, as we just discussed, have some power when they're together. And then she pauses for dramatic effect and leans in closely to Max, and it goes, what do you suppose would happen? If we got all the Duncans together, Mm. not touching, but together, put them in a circle, had them all cut their hands open, squeeze blood into the middle into a kind uh, of ritualistic thing. Maybe we do it at the well, maybe not, and see if we can create a super Duncan by collecting that blood and then having our (laughs) Duncan drink it. Look, I have a bad idea. Elodie stands up and walks like 10 feet away and just like sits down and curls up into a ball. No bad ideas, Claire. No bad ideas. Do you think that Duncan could defeat Rudy? Look, I think this is a great start. Um, And I I really appreciate your enthusiasm and your problem solving. How do we know Um, that the Duncan blood isn't powerful? We have to spill the Duncan blood to know. But uh, this is, we, we got to get a lot of buy-in. And, you know, Duncan right now is They seems don't have to die. It. Just a little blood. We'll, it's a blood bank. It's a Duncan blood bank Take for the humanity of everybody else. Duncan takes two Let's steps back. workshop this. Let's. Look, if our Duncan doesn't want to drink it, I'll drink it. I'll see what happens. Oh, what? Where did that come from? (laughs) I don't remember that being part of the plan. Duncan takes five steps steps back. Uh, so again, I think, uh, I think, I think just like, let's use that as a jumping off point. Love the energy. Yes. And, but I mean, there's something in there that's powerful. And then she like flicks the closest Duncan. Whoa, don't do that. uh, Both Duncan and Duncan, I think are now like 10 feet away. We're across the street. (laughs) We're across the street standing next to each other with our ice cream. We brought our ice cream. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I do think there's something to be said for getting all the Duncans into one place at one time. 
But first of all, I don't think we're going to be able to convince Deacon to do anything. Well, that, that we one we can do. just kill and just add to the mix. Mm. Or something. Look. Mm. Fine. Ooh, uh, incapacitated. It's fine. End of the world rules. Again, I think this is like getting all the Duncans together could do something interesting. I'm just saying in my time, blood packs fixed a lot of things. When was this? Keep in mind that Claire is like hundreds a, of years been, old. Right, it's been a while. Um, when were we there when Walker was like, hey, Claire, you need to come out to the well. No, that was just Claire. Oh, you know what? Gotcha. Okay. That's a great lead in, though, because I forgot that you all didn't know that. So when I mentioned possibly at the well, I was saying that, assuming you all had that knowledge. But since you don't, I can say that, like, Claire isn't really ready to let this idea die yet. So she's like, look, Walker told me that if I were to be interested in striking a deal with Rudy for my salvation and potentially people I care about, unclear what that would mean. I need to meet him at the well. Elodie is back up in an instant and standing in between Claire, you, and Max. I'm sorry, what now? Yeah, look, I'm down to try this blood bank thing first. I think that there's some real juice in that, literally. Uh, We juice the Duncans. The forest ranger asked you to go to the well. They're not really a forest ranger. You know this. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Yes, they did. And I was very clear that I would think about it, but I have to do what's best for me. I'm putting myself first here. Even if the Duncan's appearance does not presage Rudy's appearance, I fear we are low on time in that front if the ranger has approached you, Claire. What happens usually when the ranger approaches me? As I mentioned before, I would not thought the ranger played much of a role in this. I didn't understand your connection to Rudy, nor theirs, so I'm unsure, but given what you have told me, it sounds ominous. What normally happens at the well out in the woods do you know i don't sorry point of clear silly question (laughs) when the world ends does it happen all at once how does it work is there like an epicenter it doesn't happen all at once no it's a slow unraveling of time the past permeating the present until there's no space in between do you see me like the past me the original me The me that met Rudy in any of these time-collapsing moments. I've seen versions of you before, yes. From when I became a vessel for Rudy, I mean. It's possible. I don't know what I would be looking for. Tell me what happened. Well, it's not quite clear to me, but I have a feeling it might give us some clues as to weaknesses or points of bartering with Rudy. The things that I remember... I remember taking a lot of townspeople to the well. I remember the trees being an important part of the ritual. The return of the forest is a common occurrence when we get close to the event horizon. Trees growing up all through town, spearing buildings like fish. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? It does, yes. Bedlam tends to erupt around this time as well. A group of townsfolk being led to their Doom, I take it, from how you described it? I'd say so, yes. I'm afraid to say that's not an entirely unusual sight when I've been around near the end. Certainly sounds fitting, something I might have seen one cycle or another. 
I suppose I'm being a little selfish with these questions, but I'm curious to understand exactly what my role in all of this and in in Rudy's connection to this place is, if only because why would Rudy offer me a deal? Well, Claire, from what I have gleaned, putting together bits and pieces from different sources, it sounds like you're Rudy's harbinger, that when he arrives, he returns to you. Oh, Not so forgotten, are we? That's what I was a little concerned about. That's kind of why I was hoping maybe you saw whatever ritual was done that allowed him to possess me in the first place. Maybe we could just make sure that doesn't happen. Seems pretty easy. Go back in time and stop it at the source? Yeah. Hmm. I'll sign over Claire Inc., to a protege and then go back in time, stop it from happening. And well, I guess then Claire Inc. won't exist. Mm. Mm. Where am I going to get my purse that bites back? You know, someone else will fill that need. There's no way that that goes unchecked in the market. Yeah, I mean, I've lived a long life. Yeah, let's stop it at its source. Well, we would need to solve the problem of us arriving after the events of your original possession, but I will put my mind to that. It's not a bad idea, Claire. Perhaps let's put a pin in it. Above or below the bloodletting of the Duncans? I think maybe we should take that one. We should take the pin out of that one and and crumple it up and put it in the trash bin. Um, I mean, it's so easy. We should just do it just to have done it. But go on. (sighs) Fine. I'm clearly outnumbered here. Yep. Definitely are. (laughs) The multiple. How did you phrase it, Max? The Duncan verse? The Duncan verse. Yes. Somehow, I think that poses a more urgent threat sure yes and a less understood one fair why why me though and me yeah and and him too but like do we think it's maybe because of the humming and vibrating keystone at wsom the what hmm do we not invite you when we were looking at that i'm sorry elodie can can you come back over here please (laughs) i we're tabling (laughs) we're putting a pin in the bloodletting you're fine yes Okay, that's good to hear. Um, yeah, there's a so the the keystone, the rock WSOM was built around says WSOM on it. Great for branding. It was uh, been vibrating since the election. Claire, Max, you, we we looked at it and we were like, that's weird. It's vibrating. Um, so Elodie, sorry, but like you're not really part of the trio group, so. I understand. Um, it's okay. You didn't get the. You tend to stifle innovative ideas. To look at that, <laughs> to look at that weird thing. <clears throat> I think Elodie is good at managing expectations. Thank you. Which is an important part of the collaborative environment. So. Thank you, Max. Me, us. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> me, Claire is now, like. This how is... am I the least? egotistical person here (laughs) how do i have the fewest representations of myself in this group now what is happening (laughs) quinn yes i turn to elodie and i say me make a good team yes me do (laughs) oh (laughs) elodie looks away from you max and looks at the duncans and says yes duncan i think a vibrating station stone where every iteration of you that I have ever encountered works at would be worth investigating. Let's go. And the Duncans both at the same time say, follow me.
Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 38 of Monster Hour Absurdia, and for sticking with us through an incredibly pun-filled first half here. I promise this episode does have some narrative substance coming up after the break. Also, more puns. Hey, have you thought about what you're going to get your loved ones for the holidays this year? And no, I'm not talking about your friends and family. I'm talking about us, your most favoritist indie podcasters. Well, if you're still looking for a gift, might I recommend helping to spread the word about the show by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend? I mean, yeah, sure, you could always go with socks, but nothing spreads the holiday cheer quite like new listeners hearing about the show. A special shout-out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Leah Morin and Windowsill. A huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show and helping us bring you awesome bonus content. We've got some new merch celebrating our beloved Forest Ranger and their tree-loving Night Gator, and I am currently editing a new Absurdia one-shot featuring some exclusive playtest content that should be up later this month. As always, you can check that out at patreon.com monsterhour or via the link in the show notes. Finally, a quick programming note before we get back to the episode. We are going to be taking a little break to enjoy the holidays this year, so there will not be a new episode on December 26th. Instead, we will be back with episode 39 of Monster Hour Absurdia on January 9th. Until then, happy holidays, and stay spooky. The three of you, with Elodie and Donkin in tow, Head down Main Street, walk a couple blocks, and arrive at WSOM, Radio Somewhere. As you approach, you all notice, Claire, what you caught earlier before you were waylaid by Dankin being abducted by Mina outside of Normal Brewing, which is that the broadcast array, the like radio antenna, seems to be emanating visible radio waves, Hmm. or if not radio waves, some sort of field disruption. It's like a multicolored, semi-transparent, pulsating effect that's radiating up and out from the station. If a big invisible spider crawls out of here, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Duncan, don't worry. I lived through that cycle. Uh, We took care of it. It's okay. Oh, great. I think we should probably investigate that if we're not going to go with the blood route. Strange, visible vibes is also in my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's not supposed to do that. I rush to the window to see if Sebastian's in. Does WSOM have external windows? I guess not, because we had a whole bit about answering the door when Stafford was there. Yeah. So I would have I would have to go in. It, there's a window we have between the like the yeah, stone yes. room and the broadcast booth, though. That that door is like a glass door. Yeah. So you step inside and see Sebastian. I don't think he's broadcasting right now, but he's kind of like putzing around, fiddling with things in the station, writing notes, planning out his broadcast, that sort of thing. You also see and hear the WSOM stone It is continuing to vibrate, you know, produce that kind of resonance. And I think you notice that field effect that you saw from the outside is also inside, seemingly being generated by the stone. Elodie, do you know Savannah? The woman with the enormous videograph camera? For a head? Yes, that one. The producer? That's the one. So this rock here started to do this, and then she came out of it. But that was a a while ago. That was a whole election ago. And then I think she went back in there, but hasn't stopped buzzing. So if you have any ideas on how to get that, I'm all ears. Hey, Sebastian, uh, we're looking at the rock. Duncan and wait. Sebastian? 
All right, I thought I was imagining it earlier, but there are multiple Duncans. Uh, yes. This confirms it. So sorry, there's, by our count, we got four. We got me, Duncan here. Uh, say hi, Duncan. Hi, Duncan. We've got uh, Duncan, who's hanging out with Jackie. And then we got Deacon, who you maybe have seen skulking about. He's kind of like a skulky Duncan. I was working earlier, and when I looked up from the broadcast, I thought I saw you, but kind of crunchier, real granola vibe. That's probably Duncan. He walked out before I could confront him, but given our conversation about staying away from the station, it seemed odd. Well, we did. We talked to Mina as well, so you know, guards down. We we don't have to worry. We're on we're on good terms now. Oh, good. Excellent news. Yeah. But that raised my hackles. I thought, couldn't be my Duncan. And now, proof. Duncans. Plural. Plural, indeed. Quinn, have we touched the stone? I did. And what happened when you touched it? It's like licking a car battery. Man, what's with me and magical stones? I just can't get enough. (laughs) They're old. Magic. And stony. <laughs> and stony. Quinn, I would like to touch the stone. Okay, Max, give me a roll to embrace chaos. Yeah! Yes. Speaking of chaos, I'm very wounded. Can I do anything about that? In Absurdia, if you take time to rest and recuperate once per disturbance, you can remove one harm. Have we rested? I don't believe you've rested this disturbance. Cool. Love it. All right. Well, I'm going to be chaotic and grievously injured. <laughs> That's Max's uh, style. Well, I now have a plus three to chaos. Jesus. Which means I just rolled a 10. On a 10 plus hold two. Can I use the power of chaos to heal myself, Quinn? If you want to spend one of your hold to heal one harm, yes. Okay, then I'm going to spend one of those to heal one harm, so I'm a little less gross. Max, as you put your hand on the WSOM stone, this resonance, which is, again, like a really heavy base, you can feel it before you make contact, but as soon as you touch the cornerstone, it fully resonates through you, and you feel your body in perfect harmony with the stone. And Max, in particular, it's hard to explain, but like there is some intersection, some parallel with your time travel, and whatever connection is there, you feel some of your injuries fade away as though they never happened at all. Electric, right? Like a car battery. Yeah. Uh, And then for my other one, I'm going to gain a clear understanding of the power source effects and motives, if any. The power source is the stone. Right. As you feel this resonance move through you, this powerful reverb, Max, your consciousness ceases to exist for a period of time, and all you perceive is a radio dial that stretches out as far as you can see to the left and to the right. And on this dial, there are countless frequencies, countless variations of the call sign WSOM. Uh-huh. And pinned above it, you see what you can only perceive as like a sticky note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, hey, bestie, you know, I really thought a lot about what you said about pursuing my own joy and my own vision. Wouldn't it be fun if I just left the dial on? Just left the door open. Let's just like have a little fun. Let's just like get a little wild. Yeah, girl? Anyway, toodles. XOXO Savannah. Oh, shit. And Max, you wrench yourself out of this frequencer and come to in a heap on the floor. 
Uh, uh, the rest of you saw Max briefly disappear. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh. Ay-ay-ay. I found out who let the Duncans in. Is it blood-related? No, it is not. Mm. Elodie puts a hand on your shoulder and, and looks at you very severely, Max, and says, Max. Yes. Who let the dunks mm-hmm. out? Who? 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 <laughs> it was Samantha. <laughs> Savannah. But nobody's going to laugh at my it who let Savannah. the dunks out? <laughs> I'm trying not to. It's very, it's very serious, Quinn's very Cla- serious moment. Claire, Claire giggles. Kara goes like, hmm. And then stops herself because she's like, Elodie said it. And then I think Claire kind of like brightens up a little bit and goes like, okay, that was a good one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't understand. It's good. Um, but uh, Savannah. Oh, my bestie. Yeah. So that I mean, is, you're all uh, my besties, too. But she's my bestie, you know. Right. So that is not just a, a magic stone. That's a dial to all the other timelines. And Savannah just like left it on. So that's how the Duncans are getting through. And I assume that a Max is going to figure it out because Mia's pretty smart. I, I am pretty smart. They are. We, Us, we. we are, we, mm. yes, we are quite smart, but that's how the Duncans are getting in. And Savannah said she left it on. So I don't know how we turn this off. Duncan uh, has the stone said it was just started buzzing. Yeah, it just started buzzing. You saw something when you touched it? Is there an instruction manual somewhere? Uh, Is there like... um, No. This stone came pre-assembled. Sebastian? I know very little about the stone. Okay, but it sounds like you do know something about the stone because you said you know very little about it. So what's the little that you do know? Because that's... uh, Or was that like for dramatic effect? It alarms me. (laughs) Right. Okay. That's more of an opinion than It has been here knowledge? since the station was built, mm-hmm. long before we began operating. Yeah, so when I touched it, it looked like a giant radio dial with, like, all of the WSOMs on it. And then a little note from Savannah, your bestie, XOXO, saying that she left it open for fun. How did it feel? Did oh. it feel good? You look better. Ooh, yeah, it felt really fun. I mean, I would love to touch it again, but I think if I do, I need to have a game plan. Okay, one sec. I'm um, gonna touch it. Uh, touch uh, it. Oh, boy. Duncan, give me a roll to embrace chaos. I want to see that dial. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's fine. I just have a minus one. Oh. We're gonna get, like, five more Duncans. <laughs> it's gonna be three Duncan uh, raccoons It's less fine. It was a At seven on the point. dice. That's a six. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, we've, sh- oh, oh no! We've hit saturation of Duncans anymore. It's you know whatever. <laughs> you hear Elodie say, "Wait, Duncan, no!" And then you touch it. The rest of you see Duncan disappear, and Duncan, you see a vast expanse of nothingness spanned by a radio dial that stretches out as far as you can see to the left and to the right. And you hear whispers coming from every direction, unintelligible at first, but as you try to grab hold of this dial with your mind, the voices begin to crystallize into ones that are familiar. Your own voice. This is Duncan Oliver. Duncan Oliver. Duncan Oliver. Hello? 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 Is there anybody out there? From the void you hear, just nod if you can hear me. 
and the dial spins hard to the right. (laughs) Duncan, you come tumbling back out of the WSOM stone, and the rest of you, you see Duncan reappear with another Duncan and another Max, clad in cyberpunk attire and bearing an enormous cloudbuster sword. Fuck! Quinn! (laughs) I told you not to touch it! That didn't feel as good as it looked like it did. (laughs) 